You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I suck at dating with Dean Vanessa and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I'm Dean Ungler, joined in studio by Jared Haybon. You joined, killed that intro, man. Joined killed it. in Montreal via FaceTime with Vanessa Grimaldi. Yeah, that deserves a round of applause. I don't know what why. What the hell? That's true. Yeah. Vanessa gets a round of applause, yeah. but not me. Uh, of course, Mark and Easton are in the studio as well. We've got a great episode coming up for you guys. We have uh, Sunny. Oh, crap. Why can't Sunny I? Shen. Sunny Shen. Well, Sunshine. 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 Now you have me, Sunny, saying Sunny Shen. She, she goes by Sunny for short, you guys. No, That's not Sunshine a bad Shen. That well. Sunshine Shen is going to be joining us in studio. We're going to talk about Jared, who just made a trip down to Mexico to celebrate one of the best things on this planet, which we call love. And we're going to just kind of get an update on where everything else is at and maybe answer some emails. I'm pumped. It's going to be a great episode. And let's start with Jared. Jared, so you just came back. You're looking very tan. And actually, I, I know you mentioned that. Yeah, I'm I was going to comment on that, too. You're oh, peeling a little you guys. bit. Jared, oh, yeah. Oh, I made sure I laid out in that sun. Uh, well, yeah, so it was announced that Kristen Crystal from Bachelor in Paradise, who got engaged last year, got married in Paradise this year. And Ashley and I were very lucky to make the trip down there and witness, uh, what, witness their marriage, witness their... Uh, Nobody's paying attention to me anyway. Witness their Unity. Ma- their matrimony. Their matrimony. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, thanks. Crystal uh, looked beautiful. She did look beautiful. The picture came out on People Magazine. Wow. His tux was awesome. I was actually looking at his tux, and then I turned to Ashley, and I said, that's exactly how I want to look at our wedding, because it was uh-huh. so form-fitting. Here's the thing good. about that, though, is maybe his form is just a better look than yours. I choose oh, not to on. believe that, Dean. I know. Wait, are you keeping? Are you keeping your suit? My uh, tux. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm keeping it. So it's. Oh yeah. So you can get it form fitted. Oh yeah. So it'll be form fitted, and then his was as well. And Crystal looked beautiful, and it was a really nice ceremony. Obviously, I can't really give too many details away because it will be airing later this this summer on Bachelor in Paradise. When it exactly airs, I don't know. Can you spill any deets about Bachelor in Paradise that you can share? Um, all I can say is, actually, <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know what the hell I'm allowed to say. <laughs> but uh, what I feel like I'm okay to say is that I did see maybe some people that are down in Paradise forming or not forming some relationships. You really so. know how to sit on a oh, fence, don't you? On. So I we we may have seen some people. You saw fireworks, and I'm not talking about the ones in the sky. We we could have seen some fireworks or people who are currently experiencing fireworks cool. and then maybe some people who are unfortunately not experiencing fireworks right now. That's, that are if that's just, not a teaser okay, that encourages you to watch Bachelor in Paradise, I don't know what is. because They should really hire me, hire me as their no, marketing manager at this point. I'm sure you're in a weird spot because like you want to obviously be able to talk about it, but you can't because it's going to be airing on TV in three months. Exactly. So, But it was announced that we were at the wedding, so we I, right, I can right, say, right, hey, right, right, I was right. there to witness it. They got married. It was a really nice ceremony. It was a lot of fun. 
Um, so that's not the only uh, news coming out of the Bachelor world, the fact that Chris and Crystal got married down in paradise, but they released some of the cast. Did you guys see this? Oh, uh, yes. They, this cast, I think, is the probably the best-looking cast. Why do you say that? They're all so beautiful. I know. that's Dean and I were on Paradise at Hold one on. point, okay, Vanessa. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm looking at... I'm just saying, like, the women are... And, I, will and say, I will say, looking at this cast list, the women drastically outperform the men. Beautiful. Well, all right. Well, well, let's talk about the men first. So let's do that. Okay. So the first man that I see is Blake Hortzman, who we knew that love came... Love Blake. Uh, you love Blake? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? We got Chris we, Bukowski. Are you friends with Chris Bukowski? Uh, well, Bukowski was on... Well, hold on. Let's talk about Blake for a second. Okay. So Blake was on number two on Becca's Becca season. season. He was a big name mm-hmm. coming in. Everybody expected him to be in Paradise. He is in Paradise. Blake was on the show, was off the show for a full year, and then came back right. to Paradise. Right. He, he lived a lot in that year. And you, Yeah. You know, especially you're coming off the show... You kind of get this celebrity status, especially someone like Blake, who's second. You know, I, I'm sure uh, picking up women is a, a lot easier, obviously, right? You know, uh-huh. so uh, maybe that could cause some issues the, going into paradise. Who knows, really? Who knows what could come? But it should be very interesting. But I've hung out with Blake. I like Blake as a person. Um, so we'll see. Who knows? You know, a lot of people are shipping Blake and Hannah G. Who looks super hot in her cast photo. Yeah, there's Hannah yeah. G in her red bathing suit by the pool. It looks like she's Ooh. been a swimsuit model for uh, five years. At least. Since 18, yeah, apparently, because she's, she's 23. So, I mean, I Hannah, went with the most age-appropriate. Hannah obviously. and John Paul Jones look like siblings. Taysha was there. She they do beautiful. look like siblings. Brother and sister. Maybe that'll be a nice Bachelor in Paradise twist. Let's, John Paul Jones. Vanessa, let's, let's play this exercise. Yeah. Vanessa, let's say you didn't have an amazing boyfriend. Which of these right. guys, just based off their cast photo, would you be most interested oh. in? Oh God. Um. Okay. So there's. Well, once you look through it, and then I'm just gonna quickly announce who it was. So Blake, for the guys, it's Blake, uh, Cam, also from uh from Hannah's season. Excuse me. Cam was the one who quote unquote tried to get the pity rose, which oh. I think was I uh, I actually don't agree with the, that pity rose yeah. uh thing. That not not from his end, but the, he never said pity rose. Anyway, long story. Uh, Chris Bukowski, who's kind of a veteran. Do you guys know who Chris Bukowski is? Uh, I do not. Who's that? So no, Chris, who is that? So Chris Bukowski was originally on Emily Maynard's season, and then he oh. tried to get on Andy Dorfman's season, but she did not allow him on. Then he was on two seasons, or excuse me, he was on Bachelor Pad. Then he was on Bachelor in oh, Paradise God. season okay. and one. And that's the guy I was going uh, to pick. I know how to pick them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he was on my season of Bachelor in Paradise season two, and that was his fifth fifth season, I believe. So when my first season of Paradise, he was known as like the veteran, and he came in, came in for one night, got really drunk, and left. And then on TV, he announced his retirement from reality TV. Oh, wow. They had like this whole ceremony, and they like raised his jersey to the banner. And I forget his jersey was like a you know a Paradise button down. So they raised it up in the rafters. He was retired, and then now he's coming out. Of then retirement. the cast got announced, and boom, Chris Bukowski back. He's, back. he's got some piercing eyeballs. He looks cute. He's a good looking man. Yeah, he, he was very cute. He was fourth on Emily's season. We also have Derek. Looks like an actor. Yeah, an actor. I could see that. Like, kind of, uh, I'm not going to get it. Anyways, Derek, yeah, Derek's on here, too. So, Derek Peth, we all know Derek, probably. He, he was on good. He JoJo good season. In cast photo as well. Yeah, looks good. Like he lost some weight, maybe. Well, Derek is known because he was engaged to Vanessa's good friend, Taylor. Yeah. Um, How do we feel about Derek being down there, Vanessa? I just, um, I guess I didn't picture Derek as someone who would go back into the franchise. Why do you say that? Because he had a bad experience the um, first time around? He Did he? I don't feel like he had a bad experience. Well, it just sounds like, I mean, he obviously got engaged and the engagement didn't work out. Yeah, but that's okay. I guess when I met, when I had met him uh, with Taylor, I felt like he was just not, you know, was like cool with not being part of the franchise anymore or just didn't, you know, wanted to go to, back to work and like do his own thing. Right. So, yeah. So you're surprised to see him there because it seemed like he wanted to disassociate. Yeah, I don't know if it was disassociated, but I just felt like he was happy with, you know, having being a part of it. And then I guess I'm su- I'm surprised that he's back on. But I mean, listen, for me, there's no hard feelings because he did nothing to me. So I I don't want. Anyway, yeah. Did he do anything? Yeah. To your, did he do anything to your friend? Yeah, that's a good question. No. Come on, now Guys, it's, it's not my story. Now okay, so then there's also can, can we have Taylor on the podcast? 
Maybe we should. Yeah. Can we have? And, we did have Taylor on the podcast. No, I know we that, but about, you know, this was before. Uh, obviously, her ex fiance was announced on this season of Paradise. Do you think if uh, how about this an open uh, an open invitation if Taylor wants to come on the podcast and talk about it, she's more than welcome to. Oh yeah, of course. If she's open and willing to talk about, you know, but I think she's so over it. She's like in a happy relationship, and I think she yeah. also wants to disassociate her, disassociate herself from from the franchise. Well, that's very fair. Okay, so next up we have Clay Harbor. Uh, Clay was the football player on Becca's season who left. He like hurt himself. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, he broke his wrist. Yeah, yeah. And then he had to leave. Now he's also pretty known because him and Angela had an off-camera yeah. relationship as like a, a mini bachelor. Oh, that sounds so obnoxious i can't believe i almost just said that as like a bachelor couple yeah. i almost said mini bachelor couple which is i i want to slap myself oh. because the words almost just came out of my mouth um but like a, a bachelor couple off camera Dean, what are you doing yeah he's like stroking the mic i don't know what he's doing yeah why were you stroking your mic what's for, up with weirdo? getting up on dean day i'm just hanging out having hey, a listen, blast you were just Barton doing something stuff. i don't know what the yeah. hell's going on over here to my what's left. so weird about that um so he had a off-camera relationship with angela uh, that ended up obviously not working out, which is why he's back in paradise. We have John Paul Jones, my favorite. I'm a big JPJ guy. He seems funny. He's He seems really funny. Uh, I loved his intro when he came out and he said, Hi, my name is John Paul Jones. My friend calls me John Paul Jones, so you can call me John Paul Jones. I'll see you inside. You're not going to forget his name. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so I'm excited to see uh, what he's going to be like in Paradise. I feel like he's going to be a fan favorite. We have Kevin Fortenberry, who I don't know much about. He's on Hannah's season this year. He's lucky he's there because he could definitely use a tan based off this photo. Very pale. Poor guy. <laughs> he is. He's just he's glistening, you know? The sun is just reflecting right off. My eyes sting a little bit. And then Will, Wills is on there, Wills, too. I know. I'm really excited that Wills is back on there. Wills was on Becca uh, Becca. K season, and mm -hmm. then he was on Paradise last year, but he was only there around like a week or so, I think. Um, so I'm really hoping Wills hits it off with somebody. We're all rooting for him here. All right, so Vanessa, remove uh, the boyfriend from the equation just based off of the pictures alone. Who do you think would you yeah. be most interested in at least talking to down there? Well, I had said Chris Bukowski. Yeah, just Bukowski. Be, yeah, he's cute in his picture. I'd probably go yeah. for him too. I like yeah, Bukowski. Yeah, because he looks too. older. Um, yeah, and I had no idea who he was, so it was intriguing. No, and he's a good. He's uh, I've met him a, a couple times. I I really like Chris. I think he's a good dude. Seems seem yeah maybe. I mean, I'd let him ruin me. So that's yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, now for the women, the first one announced is Annalise. How do you, Puccini. We love Annalise. I've never Puccini. seen Annalise's last name written out before. This is the first for that. Uh, no. So Annalise was on Ari season. She was on Paradise last year, and now she's back for another round. I really like Annalise. I'm rooting she's for this woman. She's very sweet. She's very sweet. She just desperately wants to be in a relationship. This is her third go at it. I believe third go at it. Yeah, I think so. She's Bachelor. a beautiful woman. She has. Just look at her picture. Mm -hmm. She looks great in her picture. Great in her picture. She's a beautiful woman uh, in person. I'm really rooting for Annalise. Then we have Bibiana, who I don't really know, but Ashley I love raves Bibi. about. Bibi. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. Do you know yeah. her well? Oh god, she's like. She's just so cool and um, she's confident and she just has like such great energy about her, which which is why I'm so confused why she's single and why she's back on. Because, I mean, if I were a guy, she had a boyfriend for a hot minute. She did have a boyfriend. I don't know what happened with that, but she is just I mean, my God, she's stunning. Dean, wouldn't you date her? No, I would not. You wouldn't? No, I, I can't. Be, I can't. Oh, I honestly okay. can't sit here and say I'm a Bibby fan because of my boy, Peter. Right? Oh, I, mean, I forgot there about are three that. Three sides to a story. So you only heard one. Absolutely, no, you're absolutely right. I agree with everything you're, with with that statement. She's a beautiful girl. She maybe is one of the, if not the most attractive girl to come out of the franchise, save for Vanessa. But obviously, you know, one of my really good friends in Peter and her had the thing. It didn't really go so well. And so, like Vanessa said, I've only heard Peter's side of things. And because of mm -hmm. that, even if things went well between them, I wouldn't be interested because, you know, it's bro-code. Right. Bro yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Bibiana is definitely a fan favorite. I'm surprised she didn't stick around uh, in Paradise last year longer. I remember thinking yeah. that she left way too early. So I'm hoping she sticks around for a while here. Then we have Kaylin Miller-Keys. Mm. Uh, now, Kaylin is on Col was on Colton's season. She was fourth or fifth? Yeah, fourth, fourth? yeah. Fifth, right after hometowns. Yeah. Um, and she was a fan favorite, a little controversial because it was like the beauty queen fight between her mm. and Hannah B, who obviously ultimately became the bachelorette. 
Um, so I'm excited to discover more about Kaylin because uh, I feel like she kind of got a little bit of a bad rap. Um, I don't think she came off the best on The Bachelor. So I'm excited to see more of her in Paradise and see what, what she's like. And then, yeah, she seems cool. And then Demi. Demi, obviously fan favorite. Demi Brunette. Uh, she was on Colton Season. It's ironic that her last name is Burnett. Burnett? <laughs> she's because she's a she's blonde. blonde. She's uh, like a platinum white blonde. Well, it's not Brunette. It's Burnett, but close enough, I guess. Uh, so Demi was a fan favorite, obviously. <laughs> she's probably going to stir up some craziness down in Paradise. You want to know who's really going to stir up some craziness in Paradise is the next one on the list. Uh, Hannah G. Hannah G. I bet oh, you yeah. every guy that goes down there is going to be all over right. her. All over Hannah G. She's going to be the number one for every guy. Right. You can already see it. I mean, yeah, I, I think every guy that goes down there, especially like the late arrivals with date cards, because, you know, she's obviously going to get coupled up with pretty quickly, you'd imagine, because guys are going to be pining for her. She's yep. probably going to get she's going to have to like juggle a couple people at first until she really settles on who she wants. Yep. And then. Yeah. So like the guys that are coming down with date cards, they're probably going to ask her. It's just going to be awkward and intense. She seems like a sweet girl. I bet you she's going to be in spots where she like wants to say no, but kind of says yes, because she's just too kind. And hopefully that helps her. Like, hopefully that doesn't put her into trouble, you know? Uh, I don't think it will. I think she's just going to be really popular. And then hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Now, I know a lot of people are shipping her and Blake. Mm. So I guess we'll see how that all pans out in Paradise. Everybody's expecting them to be a big couple down there. Then we have Jane a a Averbuck. Averbuck. Yeah, I'm not even going to try that one. Uh, it's a difficult one. Um, she's from Colton Season. I'm going to sound like a jerk here. I don't remember yeah. her. Sure, I thought she was nice. like from Australia or something. I agree. When I first saw her like, picture, I thought, oh, yeah, they're bringing in somebody from a different bachelor. You kind of like yeah. what they did with Winter Games. And we were wrong. <laughs> she was on Colton season. Yep, on Colton she season. She didn't make a very lasting impression. So hopefully, but there's a lot of night oneers. I mean, look at uh, mm -hmm. Grocery Store Joe. You know, I don't know if That's this girl's true. a night oneer, but no, you know, Grocery Store Joe, gone night one, came into paradise, obviously, huge name. I remember uh, Vinny, DJ uh, uh, from JoJo season, Vinsane, uh, wasn't really that well known from his season of The Bachelorette and then became pretty much like a fan favorite on Paradise. And honestly, Wells too. Wells wasn't really that well known. On, I mean, he he didn't really gain a lot of popularity until he went to Paradise. Hmm. Because um, if you guys remember Wells on JoJo's season, he was the awkward guy who didn't know how to kiss JoJo. Yeah. He like, he was on and a And look at him now. I know, look at him now, you know? Sex symbol, that guy. Um, and then we have Katie Morton, who was on Colton's season. And Katie is notoriously known because apparently Kaylin and Cassie said something on the season that Katie overheard. And then it was all this drama. Do you remember that at all? We're was like, that the DM thing? No, it was like, apparently like, Kaylin and Cassie were oh, saying bachelor, like they wanted to be the bachelorette. Or yeah, they want to be bachelorette. Yeah. Katie heard it. There was all this drama. Uh, Katie is a beautiful girl. Uh, one of the more most beautiful eyes you'll ever yeah. see. Striking. Hmm. Uh, so she's going to be very popular down there. Then we have Nicole Lopez Alvar. She cried a lot on Colton season. I remember that. Yes. Yep. A lot she of cried tears. a lot. She's really pretty though. It looks judging by this picture that I see. Pretty girl from Miami. Um, yeah, she was like, she cried a lot on Colton season. She looks like she'd be from Miami. You know, she looks, she's got the look. Miami, yummy, yummy. What? Um, Will Smith, come on. Uh, so then we also have Onyeka. Now, Onyeka is known because actually her and Nicole had a feud on Colton season. Uh, I remember just there was like a big argument they were fighting. So I'm sure those two will be fighting within the Paradise uh, mm. Sands this summer. We also have Sydney. I'm not even going to attempt her last name. I'm so bad with names. Latuaco? 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 Maybe something like that. I think something Let's like that. Let's call it Sydney L. Dude, I'm so bad at pronouncing Latuaco. names. It's pathetic. So we have Sydney <laughs> uh, from Colton Season. Then we have Tasha, who's third on Colton Season. She's going to be a popular she's one down stunning. there. Yeah, she's stunning. Beautiful, beautiful girl. She's so well composed and she's so well spoken. Yes, she is. I, mm -hmm. I, I so. thought the same thing on Colton Season. And then uh, Wills, like we talked about earlier. Well, so that's so the it, cast. So uh, same exercise. Uh, Vanessa chose Chris. Just based off the cast photos, who would you be most interested in if you were not with Ashley? Uh, who I would be most interested in? That's a great question. Um, I probably Dean, you're going to play Katie. this game too. You'd say Katie? I think, I think Katie. Yeah, Katie's a beautiful girl. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll say Katie. What about you? Who would you say? 
I mean, like I said, if I didn't know anything about any of them and there was no bias whatsoever, it'd be Bibby. Bibby? It'd be Bibby, yeah. Oh, oh okay. All right. I mean, look at the girl. She's, admitted. she's yep. stunning. She's stunning. I, I, literally, I literally just got done saying, save her Vanessa. She might be one of the most beautiful girls in the franchise. So what happens, like, you would, what if, what if Peter you. heard this podcast and was like, hey, bro, don't worry about it. Go for, go for Bibby. Would you be cool with that? I think that he would have no issue if I pursued Bibby. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's something that I would feel comfortable doing, though, knowing that they have a history, A. And it's just like... But is the history that intense? Is it that much of a history, or is it... The fact that there were, like, news articles and stuff written about the two of them, I think, kind of... You know, there wasn't necessarily their fault for creating the history. Well, yeah. But the public side of it totally changes right. the fact. I agree with I've, you there. I guess the, the exercise there was just for the cast photos alone. Like, you know, Bibby obviously is a beautiful girl. And that's well, that's where that would come from. But, totally. um, yeah, I mean, it'll be good, I, it'll be good season were, in paradise. If I were a guy, I would pick Bibby and, um, and Taysha. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong, yeah, can't go wrong with just, any of them. I mean, they're all beautiful yeah, I know, women, but beautiful I'm men. I'm saying it's such a good cast. Yeah. Everyone is so good looking. Yeah, so that should create a lot of drama down there. So I think we're all very excited to watch Bachelor in Paradise this summer. It's really, it might be one of my favorite shows. I'm not even going to lie. I know I'm biased. We were on the show. But in terms of the entertainment value, it's really Well, I guess good. it's because you also know what goes on behind scenes and how lax it is compared to Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah, it's just a lot. I just like it because there's always people coming. There's always always people going. Uh -huh. There's there's flip flops, and then there's people you know in a relationship, and then you know a girl walks down, and the guy's like, "Well, I'm going. I'm going to ask her on a date and yeah. take a chance." And then it's just it's a little bit more self deprecating too, and a lot funnier. I like that aspect of it that they don't take it as seriously because I think listen the the concept of going on a TV show and trying to meet the love of your life is very crazy weird in general. So I like how Paradise kind of accepts that and owns it. Like leans into it. Yeah. Leans into it, and it makes such a compelling TV show for me that I, I I look forward to this time of year every year. And I also got to admit I I really like the casting of Bukowski and Derek Peth because I like. I like that they're throwing some old school guys in there because it makes it a little bit more fun because I get it. I, I, I want to see the young cast who just came off a of Hannah season and Colton season on there because they're popular and I want to see them get a second chance of love. But I also kind of like seeing, you know, guys and girls that come from previous seasons who you haven't seen in a while. And you're like, uh -huh. oh, like Bukowski. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, that was four years ago. He was on Paradise. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, it makes it... Does it feel uh, weird that they're on Paradise Season 6 and you are on Season 2? Seasons 2 and 3. Is it weird that they're already Season 6 and you started on 2? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Ashley and I were talking about this. This was our fifth straight year uh, taking a trip down to Paradise, which was insane. This year, Wow. We, yeah, this year we went down to Puerto Vallarta and we saw Chris and Crystal get married. Last year we went down there and got engaged. The year before that, we went down there. Vanessa, you were there as well. Carly and Evan's wedding. Mm -hmm. And then the year before that was Bachelor in Paradise season three. And then the year before that was Bachelor in Par Paradise season two. And oh my God. And every year was a different relationship. Yeah. So five years in a row. It's pretty insane how impactful that place has been for us every year. I mean, we're super grateful for it. We just feel really lucky that they keep asking us back. I sometimes some I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I feel like we kind of hit the lottery in a weird way, you know? Absolutely. And then it's like going back on the show. It's kind of like you're just replaying the same numbers and just winning a smaller amount <laughs> yeah no we did win the lottery like our the, the time all three of us came into the bachelor franchise it was just i i feel like people were they still are they're engaged people are interested the popularity uh -huh. of the show only continues to grow yeah. and i think also let's be honest instagram kind of changed the game for everybody within yeah. this show and we came into a time where i think yeah. we we're both all of us kind of trying to just figure out what the hell Instagram was. And if you think about it, the, got bachel lucky. the Bachelorette is the reason that I am able to live in a van. Yeah, And it so is. I'm grateful. Yep. <laughs> well, yep. Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying Bachelorette was the reason I did Bachelor in Paradise, which mm -hmm. is the reason I did Winter Games, which then allowed me mm -hmm. to have the ability to move into a van. Totally. Have this podcast. Thanks, Bachelorette, for having this podcast. It really is. Like, I, I mean, it's not like, I don't think, you know, they're perfect, but by no means am I ever not grateful for the franchise right. and everything they've done for us. Sometimes and, sometimes I get upset like when I do those interviews, you know, like the, Oh, totally. Like it's when all relationships are fake. I think I yeah, it's easy to like get bad news and be like, "Oh, this sucks." But then like if you really sit down and reflect on it, we can't uh -huh. really be anything but grateful. So. Totally. They've given us a lot, including this this podcast. 
Um, but, uh, well, I, I think we've also done a pretty good job. We've, we, we've all worked hard as well. So let's give ourselves a little credit there. Um, but I'm super excited. So Bachelor in Paradise, this log is pretty exciting. I'm sure more cast members will be announced as we get closer uh, to airtime. But we have a pretty awesome podcast. We have a show coming up uh, with... Sunny Shen. Sunshine Shen. Sunshine Shen. She goes by Sunny, you guys. Yeah, her well, her Instagram in handle is literally Sunny. That's fair, actually. Anyways, we are going to have her on next. Uh, but before that, we are going to take one quick break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have a special guest in studio joining us, sitting right next to me, actually. Uh, it is Sunshine Shen. Sunshine, thank you so much for joining us. Sunshine! Round of so applause for, for Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, so, Sunshine, you are known for being a playmate. Yes, uh, I was published uh, 2018 in May. In, in, mm-hmm. in, in 2018? 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Miss gotcha. Yeah. Miss May. Well, yeah. congratulations Thank on you that. So much. Yeah. Thank Vanessa, you. you were Miss April, right? I think oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I think so. I recognize I her. <laughs> I would need like more padded bras for that. Look, oh, stop that. I don't know, Vanessa. You posted a pretty racy Instagram yesterday that I, I know. Would, look, uh, oh, look I was, good. Oh, it was not racy. She looked, she looked amazing. Was she looked amazing. Even, even Ashley allowed me to say, "All right, Vanessa looks really good in that picture." <laughs> Ashley signed I off on it. You guys. <laughs> um, Sunshine, but you've been doing this for a while, right? With with Playboy. You know what? Um, I started with body painting. Um, I was uh, have body uh, painted lady. I think in 2015. Mm. Um, until the last Midsummer's party. Um, which he, I believe he died a few months later. Mm. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I definitely had the opportunity of experience, uh, experiencing some pretty cool, uh, parties and events. I've always been curious. What is it like dating for you? Dating. Um, are you, do you have a boyfriend or anything? No, you know what? I, it's funny because after, um, I feel like I kind of went through a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel like I'm at the place where, I'm kind of all about self-love and mm-hmm. self-fulfillment. Um, and it may sound a little selfish in a way, um, but I feel like my cup is like overflowing. Yeah. And right now I'm not really willing to share it in a way. Um, but I feel like 
I well, at least I believe like if you kind of find yourself, um, you don't really quite need anybody else yeah. to complete you. Yeah. You know? What was the genesis of this spiritual awakening? Um, you know, I'm trying to use big words today. You know what? I think, you know, being around, uh, my career really started basically in the basement of Playboy Mansion, right? That's where we get painted and everything. That was my first, uh, the first time I've been exposed to kind of like the LA glam life, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, and since then, you know, I lived in Beverly Hills. Um, you see a lot of people with a lot of wealth, um, fame, you know, I, everything that I think people think that they, they may want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I started actually, um, I was an assistant from for a very famous um, Instagram person who I feel like I should not name. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got to travel a lot. Um, I traveled the world um, and it, it was it was a great experience. However, I feel like at the end of the day, no one's actually really happy. Yeah. Um, and their relationship did not last, of course. Um, and, and this is, I'm sorry, who is this? The Instagram couple? Uh, uh, well, the, uh, the Instagram king. Right? Uh, uh, I really, I, I signed an NDA, so I, I don't think I can say his name. Gotcha, gotcha. Dean, gotcha. Dean will always try to get the names out. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back around to this a little later on. <laughs> um, so I don't know. So at the end of the day, I just feel like looking at the outcome of their relationships and um, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like a positive experience um they're not really growing from but for for, so for someone in your position doing what you've done and being as beautiful as you are i feel like you have to be keeping the guys away with a stick right you know what i always feel like you're as safe as you want to be Uh (laughs) um and so when i go out i feel like i've kind of put out that aura where i'm just like yeah i don't really feel like being approached right now so surprisingly i don't get approached a lot no i don't believe it (laughs) no it's true (laughs) Vanessa says the same thing you guys are way too beautiful to not get approached yeah i agree you're you're beautiful yeah you're way too beautiful (laughs) it's not that intimidating (laughs) i know that's i know that sounds weird but it's like guys typically are really forward when it comes to that kind of stuff, well, right? Well, they tend to go for my friends. Yeah. They will talk to my girlfriends, yeah. <laughs> Probably to find a way to get to talk to you, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I um, I guess picking up guys at bars have never really been my thing. Right. Because <laughs> well, they're, you're not picking them up. They're picking you up. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm allergic to alcohol, so that's probably yeah. a big factor, too. So right. I can't really... You're more, you're, you act with uh, more purpose, I guess, when you're not quite as drunk or, or at the bar doing that kind of yeah, stuff. That's true. That's true. I guess I wouldn't really know. I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting <laughs> to me because... Um, I don't know. You you know, like I, I'm sure that you still attract a lot of attention, despite the fact that it seems maybe sometimes guys would just be intimidated. I guess, mm-hmm. but you know what? It's hard because I don't really perceive myself that way. Yeah. Um. So I don't see what other people see right. in a way. Um. I mean, I guess people tend to look a lot, but you know, they always do. So right. you know, you just kind of get used to it. Right. Um. So I don't know. I want to talk more about spiritual awakening sure. and how you yeah. want to, yeah, because it's such an interesting journey going uh, from being a playmate to now wanting to connect with millennials and yeah, wanting, 100%. you know, how did, so for me, when I went to Bali, my, it, mm-hmm. it sounds really oh, cliche, but Bali right. for me kind of changed my perspective on 100%. what I eat now and like right. how I connect with people mm-hmm. and how I empathize. So I guess your experience was living in the culture of LA and thinking that. Oh, definitely. Um, But when I was traveling around um, with my former employer, um, we actually went over to Bali. um, And I really feel like it's such spiritual religious grounds. It really did inspire me to kind of stick to my path. Um, Mm -hmm. But definitely for the most part, what propelled me is kind of mm, just not wanting the end result of, some of the people that I thought for a long time I was looking up to, um, at least in their personal life, you know, as far as hard work and success, um, I'm definitely about that. Um, but as far as their personal lives, I don't really tend to agree with the choices that they they, they were making. And I'm so. sorry, who is this? <laughs> always get the name, Dean. I do like how you said, though, from, from your time in Los Angeles and your time working for celebrities mm-hmm. and there's so much fame and money that goes around. Okay that you've kind of gone through the spiritual awakening because you realize that that's just not the important things in life. There's a quote, I know I'm such a loser, but there's a quote by Jim Carrey, by all people. 
That oh, is I one love of, him. Oh, I, I think he, you know, he's well known for going through some somewhat of a spiritual awakening right now. And one of his, my favorite quotes by him, he said that I often said that I wish people could realize all their dreams and wealth and fame so they could see that it's not where they're going to find their sense of completion in life. And I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more with that. I mean, granted, we have, you know, Vanessa, Dean and myself from just being on The Bachelor, a very small taste of what that life is like. And I think we can all agree that it, it's truly not as fulfilling as people would probably think it is. I, I completely agree. Um, I think we we tend to idealize um, what we see on TV and the image that Hollywood essentially is projecting. And mm-hmm. um, so unless I feel like you had like a true L.A. experience or you kind of live you know, in LA and it's involved somehow in the entertainment industry, you really wouldn't know for sure. Um, and I feel like people tend to be like, we, we tend to all be very ambitious. Um, and before you know it, you kind of like chase this dream. Um, and I feel like there's really no end to that. You know, um, I feel like we our goals tend to get bigger and we neglect really what's important, really like what's the desires of connecting inter personal connection, love, and, you know, uh, we don't listen to our intuition. We neglect, you know, what's in our hearts, um, you know, in pursuit of wealth and fame. Yeah, you get distracted by a lot of things that come your way, especially in the entertainment industry. Right. But you've lived uh, quite a life. Now, you were born in China. I was, yep. And then you came to the United States at age seven? Uh, Seven, I believe so. Um, I was born in Harbin. It's a town actually in the middle uh right in between uh the chinese and russian border mm. um so my mother she has a kazakh background and my father he's chinese so and then where did you because you didn't move to los angeles till a little bit later right um so we moved over to florida first um i went to florida state yeah no um, state tax love it yep uh Seminoles. <laughs> what? <laughs> you. That's the one comment you have to make about the state of Florida is that there's no state tax. It's a big factor. That's a thirty year old speaking right benefit. there. No state tax, baby. Sunshine, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> for that. Okay. I'm just gonna apologize That's okay. no, it's okay. me. I mean, honestly, I would never I feel like Florida is just not a place where anybody really wants to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to all our Floridian listeners. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sunshine does not reflect the overall idea of what this podcast we're all thinking. I mean, I agree with her. So, So, okay. But um, to bring it back to dating, right? Because it is a dating podcast. Okay. Can you share some like, because I'm sure you've been in some weird situations with dating, right? Um, What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you? Maybe like on a date or with a guy that you've been talking to? You know what? Um, I think for about a year ago, um, I was seeing someone, you know, uh, casually. And mm-hmm. I feel like in L.A., if you kind of like casually date someone for, you know, a year on and off, um, they we tend to think we're like in a relationship because mm-hmm. everything's so temporary here. Uh-huh. Um, and at the time, I started working for my employer. And so every morning, sometimes I wake up and get a text from him says, hey, you need to be at the Burbank airport now. The jet is taking off in an hour Pack." And let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will go, be gone for who knows how long. And a lot of times I don't know where I'm going. So uh, so waking up next next to someone, having to explain to them that you can't spend a day with them mm. because of these reasons. It was it was pretty interesting. So it was a little weird for me. Um, so after that, I basically said, you know, it's probably, you know, if you make a choice between career and love, then for now, I want to focus on me. Right. You know? And uh, is that because you would feel guilty about leaving someone that you would be interested in behind? Yeah, and also because you feel like, you know, it's just, for now, it's probably not going to a good place. Yeah. Um, it's not really like a discussion that I was trying to have, right. you know, I didn't want to have to explain myself. Um, but I also feel like I shouldn't be in a way because, you know, right. I'm doing it for my job. You didn't have to explain um, Yeah, yourself, exactly. Right? Can, exactly. I, can I ask you to expand on the idea? You said people date for a year and they think it's temporary. Can you just expand on that well, idea a little bit? you know, bit? I feel like in L.A., um, everything moves so quickly. Um, and we go out, there's, you know, beautiful beautiful people all around us. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in a way, people can get replaced really quickly. Right. And I've seen 
that like play out in so many scenarios, whether that's a Playboy party, yeah. you know, or a, a party at the hills, you know, um, and people get married and they get divorced within like a few months. You see it a right. lot. Um, so I feel like if we start like casually seeing someone for a prolonged period of time, both parties begin to think, oh, well, like we're dating. This is like what a relationship is supposed to be. But we all know that's really not the case. Right. Um, so I feel like in this city, um, we de definitely downplay the idea of relationships. Downplay them, right? Because yeah. oh, yeah. so, paradox of choice, right? We have so many options at our fingertips at all times. It makes it challenging. Especially in the in the world that is a Playboy world, I can only imagine. I've never been to a Playboy party, but I would imagine if a guy were to go there, it'd be like heaven for that guy, you know. So like, yeah. if you're if you're dating someone, it could <laughs> definitely be a stress test for a relationship for a guy to go to the Playboy mansion. A hundred percent. But just I feel like any event in LA revolving around like yeah. the Hollywood, you know, right, scene, right. you're gonna. <laughs> Be dealing with that problem yeah so so for our listeners who because you do you talk about how your cup is overflowing and you have so much self-love now and you don't really have time to date so for our listeners who are in that position where they they are single but they don't feel that same kind of self-love and they don't have the confidence and they don't have you know i guess the same type of confidence that you have what kind of advice can you give to them to have that self-love and not compare yourself to other people or other relationships that you do see on social media and they seem perfect but right. you know they're struggling as well well first of all anything you see on instagram is basically bs mm. uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, fake in that picture 100%. but they're actually it's a padded bra so right right 100 percent. so any lifestyle um any person that you see you know either they had like a lot of surgeries or whatever it is, their lives aren't perfect, you know, um, they probably put in, they're willing to put in a more, t a lot more time kind of keeping up with that dog and pony show, um, mm -hmm. versus a lot of people who are not so into that type of lifestyle. Um, but most importantly, I think people should like go within, um, instead of putting their dreams and hopes into factors that are outside of them, which they can, cannot control. Mm -hmm. Um, and a good way of going about that is just be your authentic self. Um, try to be as truthful as you can in any scenario. And it can be really hard at first um, mm -hmm. because I feel like our pride and ego tends to get in the way. Um, but once you kind of overcome that, however you do that in your own way, it's going to take a little time, but you will begin to see things like very differently and not compare yourself to other people. Yeah, it's really hard not to compare yourself. I think it's also really hard to be fully truthful because as human beings, I think we're very indecisive. Right. And we kind of get confused a lot of the times. And I think that's where trouble uh, comes into the relationship. Because then when you're, you're talking about LA relationships right. where people are kind of, you know, they're looking at you, but they're also looking over your shoulder sure. for the next mm -hmm. person. Sure. And I think that causes a lot of issues because right. then people mm -hmm. are like, well, is is this the person for me? Because would I be looking mm -hmm. at this other person right. if this was my soulmate? Right. And so I think right. some people inflate this idea of what a relationship is supposed to be mm -hmm. uh, where they kind of forget that commitment is a choice. And like mm -hmm. you have to continue to choose that person every day. Sure. And that doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's going to come easy. So one of the things, one of the things... For me, I think not speaking on my is, own relationship. I don't. Want, I, know, I don't want no, that to get that confused. Too that close to heart. You said, you're gonna be such a good husband. Oh, well, thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> um, I think it's really important for us all to kind of stay in the present, right? Um, so not to kind of meet someone and right away expect commitment or see yourself with them five I'm years, me. ten years, yeah, you know, down the yeah. line. You stay in the present, you have a good time, and you look at them without judgment. And yeah. it's so hard, right? right? And you have to look at yourself without judgment in a way, because in a way you might know that they have other options, whatever, but you have to also kind of be forgiving on yourself and say, you know what, I'm here for the fun. Right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay present. And, you know, I feel like the person that's meant for me is coming. Right. And if this person is meant for me, then... I'm going to know. That's kind of how I thought about it, too. It's always like, it's funny, actually. I, I look back to <laughs> to how I used to think about these types of things, even as a kid, like this utopic idea where you just go about doing everything that you want to be doing in your mm -hmm. life. And if someone comes in and right. seamlessly integrates into that being, sure. that's fantastic. Sure. Great. And that's why when I hear people say things like relationships are compromises and all of those things, I'm like, well, 
but I've never really thought of it that way. You know, right. I understand there are certain points. If you love someone, you should compromise for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Not you should. You you have to. You're right. Yeah. But, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. But then that goes back. That that refutes my point that I was trying to make earlier, where it's mm-hmm. like, if you can love someone, mm-hmm. but I think that the way that I view like a soulmate or someone mm-hmm. that sure. I want to spend the rest of my life with, like, sure. she'll like get upset with me about certain things, but she'll never like ask me to change things about myself and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yes. And no, like speaking from my own experience, specifically Ashley, my fiance, Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't imagine anybody who's more perfect for me. Having said that, there's so many differences that we have in our lifestyle, the things that we want, the things that we like doing. And so the idea, I think for someone to say, I need to be in a relationship you know, with someone who doesn't want me to change at all, mm-hmm. I think might be a naive way to look at it. Not saying your view viewpoint is naive, Dean. You're very intelligent, <laughs> wow. smart, good-looking, handsome, sexy man. Um, but uh, but I, you know, going through this, you know, relationship with Ashley and the engagement, and then past relationships as well as a younger man, and kind of looking at the the wrongs that I did, I do realize now that you. Y- y- you have to change a little bit. You do not change the person you are, but maybe certain aspects of your life that you just, you have to. It's like, I'm sure Mark can attest to this, having kids, being married, like there are parts of your life that you have to say, well, I, I have to change. Because no, no, no. if I don't change, then I'm not going to be as good of a father or a husband. Bachelor guy, husband, and dad are three completely different people. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. And if people like it, they like it. And they <laughs> there on. you go. And if they don't like it, they can get the hell out of the way. Get the, yeah, they're just roadblocks. That's, that's honest. That's that's like how I'm looking at things, honestly. Yeah. I understand that maybe that's why I'm probably single. That's why my relationships always fail. But I'm always just like, look, this is what I'm going to be doing. And I don't really want to do anything else. Otherwise, I would be doing that other thing. But you, know? you might someday. We evolve. As humans, we evolve. I sure hope exactly. so. But, at but this what point, are the things that you don't want to change? I mean, I can't think of anything specifically, but I'm sure that there are like little <laughs> mannerisms or or, or uh, like semantics things that I could change on a regular basis to help make someone like me more for certain reasons. But I just don't want to be liked for the reasons that they want to like me for. I want to be liked for myself. And then I, you know, I don't want to say they want to compromise on that. And I also want it to be known there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And in life, you just have to weigh options, right? You know, hey, do I want to continue doing what I'm doing because I like my life and I want to go down that path? But it's also might be, um, I mean, this is a bad word to use, but it's the only one I can think of, like selfish of me to continue doing that because... I also mm-hmm. want a relationship, but those two things don't match up, right? So you just like right. with anything, you just have to make a decision. But I think that I think to Sunshine's point, eventually they will match up. I th- well, you know, yeah. I think we go through life, and eventually we will all meet somebody that kind of inspire or push us to go on this like self-realization journey. Which it sounds like you know you went through one with your fiance at some point, where she kind of inspired you to go inside and find yourself and. And that you did that, and in a way, I think you you saw it as a compromise to be with her. But in reality, I think she inspired you to become a better person. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is a spiritual awakening, and we that's what we actually call it. Um, I think we just all need to find the person that is can inspire us, hmm. you know, in life. And to go back to what you both were saying, and to what Mark was saying, is that we do evolve as humans. So like, yeah. you, what you want and need right now. That could easily change in two years, and then mm-hmm. that's when maybe to Sunshine Sunshine's point, your life will match up to the point mm-hmm. of oh, now is the time where I feel ready to commit myself in a relationship and possibly make some sacrifices that are needed in order to be in a healthy and successful, you know, relationship, what, engagement, marriage. So Sunshine, you said your cup was overflowing. At what mm-hmm. point does that cup stop overflowing and give you space for a relationship? Do you just get a bigger cup? They have grande, they have venti. You know, I just, I feel like, look, you know, if I ever come across the right person at this point, um, because I'm willing to see my reality for the way it is, and I do continue to live in my truth every day Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, I'm going to recognize that person right away. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I know it sounds silly, but I I hear it all the time prior to, I guess, this awakening. People would say, you know, when you know, you know, you know, you're gonna mm-hmm. know as soon as you look in his eyes or whatever. Um, and I never really like believed that because mm. um, I think I was trying so hard to kind of go down the checklist and say, does this person have 
these characters, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, um, that kind of satisfy, um, in a sense, actually my ego, right? Mm. Um, but now I think I'm so willing to kind of uh, lose that sense of pride um, and not tie my own self-identity um, on the capabilities of others that I'm willing to just be my 100% authentic self and say, you know what, if I come across this person, despite all the shortcomings, then I really feel like he's the one um, and I'm willing to, you know, change accordingly, I suppose. I think something that you just mentioned is actually one of my biggest fears as it pertains to relationships mm -hmm. is you, I would be afraid of losing my self-identity as well going mm -hmm. into a relationship. Because when I see people do that, I get a little upset, not upset, but I always like, I always see that and I'm like, well, okay, I definitely don't want that to happen. Right. And so you're saying that that's something that you obviously don't want for yourself. That's so, you know, um, as far as the self-identity thing, I think, um, it's so tied up with the idea of like the human ego and, and it's actually something that we're supposed to, you know, willing, we, we have to be willing to leave behind, uh, behind in order to like complete our spiritual journey. Hmm. Right. So it's a really interesting um, theory because most of us can't imagine um, living, going on in life without a self-identity. Um, so, but in a way, once you kind of complete that cycle, um, you don't feel things as competition, jealousy, um, hate. And so it, you're being, what's left within you is just pure love and happiness and joy. I know it sounds like a fantasy, but I'm kind of, I feel like I'm getting closer to it every day. Mm -hmm. um, so in a way now, what I was saying is that because I feel very fulfilled being on my own, I don't expect this person to any longer go by what I used to, uh, by my old expectations um, <clears throat> of finding the perfect person that fits all of these like checkpoints. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's when you, I think you stop looking and almost when you're, looking in the opposite direction is when uh, something good when, comes Yeah, when you look for answers within, within, right, within yourself. Right. You know, uh, don't look for it within, like, other people. Right. It's always when we're least expecting it. Yeah. Wait, Tell did you ever me. answer the cup question? Are you just going to get a bigger cup? Or? Get a bigger cup. <laughs> um... No, I think I think I'm 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 gonna kind of live my life. I'm not I'm not thinking too much about that right now, yeah. um, because I don't want to project any sort of like anxieties about the future. Yeah. Um, I feel like it creates like a lot of unnecessary fear. Mm -hmm. um, one, so, of, one of my mm -hmm. favorite philosophers always says, "If we knew everything about the future, if we knew everything that was going to unfold, we'd already be living in the past, and no one wants to live true. in the past." Exactly. exactly. Absolutely. So That's smart. That. So smart. Yeah. Yeah. Dean, you should have just taken credit for that quote yourself. What, uh, Sunshine, what's your, what are your love languages? Do you know? How do you mean? Uh, do you know like, the, five <laughs> love, like, the five love languages? No, actually. Uh, no. Well, okay, off the top of your head, we'll, we'll rattle them off real quick. There's okay. quality time, physical touch, okay. words of affirmation, gifts, and why am I blanking on the fifth one? Acts of service. Acts, Acts of, of service. service. So of those five, which of those would be the most important for you to receive from, from a potential significant other? I think acts of service and I'm a very physical person, so I mm. definitely need the physical touch. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey. We're not arguing. <laughs> I was just curious. Like I said, I don't know, because I feel like for someone that's done the things that you've done, especially with Playboy specifically, um, I think Playboy does a really good job of keeping everything... I guess tasteful, but there's still like a certain level of objectification that comes along from the sure. from like the less lesser informed audience member right mm -hmm. um and so i've always just been curious how that affects people in those positions um you know i i guess i can only speak for myself um it's really like i said you're as safe as you you choose to be yeah. right um so if you kind of like separate yourself from the masses and you're always going to be the black sheep but you know what? i'd rather say my truth yeah. and be different than i love being the black else. sheep being the black yeah, sheep is great. the most fun thing in the world <laughs> it is fun you stand out who wants see to you? be a regular colored sheep I guess a lot of like a sometimes sheep. I like being a regular <laughs> color sheep. Not gonna lie, blending in is not so bad. Well, Sunshine, you are currently writing a book. I am. We're working on it. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, playing with the ideas and everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we should be starting with a writing writing process in in a few months. Can you tease us what the book is going to be yeah. about? It's basically um, self realization, um, the journey to awakening. If you think 
to The Alchemist, um, but it's more, it's a story where it's relatable, I think, in a modern world. Um, it's, yeah. Are you going to write about <laughs> your former um, employer or anything like that? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> well, just give us a little teaser on that then real quick. How about, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think that was the teaser right there. Just, Stay I'm tuned. Kidding. I'm just kidding. What else, and what else are you working on besides the books? I, I know you probably have a couple other things going on. Yeah, so I'm actually working on a Maxim cover um, for this year. Wow. I hope to get published by the end of this year. Nice. So, wow, awesome. Good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Sunshine, thank you so much for joining us. We really thank appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. For our listeners out there, where can they find you on social and all that kind of stuff? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Captain S. Sunny. So that's two S's. Okay, great. There you go. Yeah. And that's S U N. Yeah, S U. So Captain S and then Sunny. So S S U. I don't know why I would have thought it would be S. I have no idea why you would think that either. I just really embarrassed myself. Well, Sunshine, thank you so much. I embarrassed myself earlier. Now it was your turn. Thank you for coming. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So do we have emails, Mark? Well, I got this one from Elena. Oh, perfect. We love Elena. It's specifically addressed to Vanessa, but I think you could all weigh in on something like this. This past week, the past few weeks, Vanessa has mentioned a few times that her boyfriend is Jewish and she's Christian and how they would move forward with raising kids if it ever came to that. I come from a blended family where my mom was raised Jewish and my dad raised Christian. Growing up, my parents gave us the opportunity to celebrate both holidays from both religions and they even let us decide on our own what we believe in. I don't like seeing couples go through hard times because of religious differences when I know firsthand it can work if both people are open-minded, especially if this person is your person. That's Elena. And I really a question. Mm, I love this email. Hi, Vanessa. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not, I think when it comes to my relationship with Josh, we're both not extremely religious people, so it doesn't really interfere with our beliefs. Um, but we're very open-minded and that was my thing too. When I was moving back to Montreal, it was seven years that I hadn't dated anyone from the city because I found a lot of people were close-minded. If you're Greek, you stick with your Greek community. If you're Italian, you stick with your Italians. And I'm like, that was never me. I dated one Italian and Name me nationalities. I've probably dated a lot of them. Um, and so when it came to religion as well, I was always open to different types of religions because if you fall in love with that person, 
you know, you can try to, you can definitely make it work. My only thing was if someone that I am dating has a different, is, you know, from a different background, a different religion, and they asked me to convert in order to get married to them. No, like if you fell in love with me, that means you fell in love with me with the religion I was, I was practicing and with everything that I was before you got engaged to me. So I, that's one thing I never really understood. Like I don't know. Maybe chime in, guys. If no, you yeah, think. totally. If you start projecting but, your religion onto other people, then that causes issues, right? But if yeah. you, if believing makes you a better person and you want to believe and it doesn't infringe on anybody else, then I'm absolutely for it. I think, obviously, like this email talks about and we've talked about in the past, kids change that because you want your kids mm -hmm. to be raised in a certain way. But that's where you have to have serious talks with your significant other and figure out what exactly you're going to do. And I love this email because... Uh, as Elena pointed out, both her parents were different religions and she grew up celebrating both holidays and really uh, it was up to her what she chose to believe as she grew up. So I love that. Yeah. Um, Why does it seem like religion is such a taboo thing for us to talk about? You know, taboo and politics are <laughs> no well, religion just, and politics. You mean, is that what you meant? Yeah. What, what uh, it? Wait, did said, I say taboo said, and politics? <laughs> yes, you did. Taboo and politics. You don't talk about taboo. That I did. Wow. Yeah, I need to eat. It's almost religion, dinner time for me. Um, politics, yeah, no, religion and politics. Money, yeah. like we all have these. We have these things that we just like go through life. I think not religion and politics about. is because there's going to be a section of your audience that you alienate with your beliefs. Yeah, and yeah. The, and you and you want to still be all things to all people. I guess I was thinking less for our audience and more just in regular conversation. Well, I think people. Well, I mean, religion is one of the most important things in life to a lot, you know a lot of people in this world. Right. So if it's so important Especially to certain America. people, why don't we all talk about it more openly? Well, because a lot of people don't believe what you believe. Like, for example, say, hypothetically, I was an atheist and you were a devoted Christian. And I was like, yeah, I, I think God doesn't exist. And See, your entire but, life, you've believed this way. And you're like, no, screw uh -huh. you. He does exist. But here's my, uh -huh. I guess here's my stance with it is I'm agnostic. I border more atheist than I do anything other than agnostic uh, religion. But I'm open to the idea of belief. But I'm, I like having conversations with people about religion, especially people that are religious, because I like to hear why they're religious. I like to hear what they b practice and how they believe mm -hmm. it. And I just I think that mm -hmm. people always think that there's always going to be an argument that stems from it. But if we're talking mm -hmm. about things and it's just like an open minded conversation, it's not necessarily a bad thing. at but all. But not everybody's like you, which is uh, trust me, I'm like you as well. But I've discovered while talking about religion and politics openly to people that so many of us get so many people just get uncomfortable and hate the topic that it all it does sometimes is uh breed argument it's an eggshell conversation for sure but yeah. to dean's point you can learn a lot talking to people who have completely different beliefs than you if it's a respectful <laughs> conversation and it's not going to get angry or offended it's you got to be careful with it but i do i find it fascinating because there's such a l wide yeah. range of religious beliefs uh -huh. out there it yeah. is kind of interesting to explore that it's, oh totally yeah uh, yeah, there's a lot of... I love talking about it too, but I, I think, like Mark said, you just kind of have to like gauge your audience. It's unfortunate. Everybody, I would hope, would feel comfortable talking about it, but everybody just doesn't. Right. I just don't like sometimes when people feel uncomfortable talking about it with me because I'm... Like, I've gone through the phases of where I would like argue to an extent about it, but now I'm just kind of curious, especially with the people that uh, believe it like blindly and just like... It's just it's so interesting to hear about why they do that mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of like the the path that they've walked in life to lead them to where they are now. But still, even those people, sometimes they just don't like talking about it. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's just a conversation. It's at the end of the day, it's all it is, is a conversation. Mm -hmm. If it's about religion, if it's about politics or money, at the end of the day, it's like, it's all things that we do in our private life. But for some reason, I, I guess for the reason that you guys all just mentioned, it's a, it's a decent enough reason to like validate the, 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 the logic behind it. But it's just like, we refuse to talk about it people just don't want to be challenged with what their belief is and not feel me. I think like my grandmother is really religious. You know, she's so devoted, but it makes sense to her lifestyle and it makes sense to um, the beliefs that she has. And it instilled this unity in our family. Um, and yeah, I think at the end of the day, like she doesn't want to be challenged with it because that's the way that she was growing up and she tried to instill it in with us, but we were not very, we're not, we don't practice it as much as she does. It's just, um, I think it becomes a lifestyle and it, it becomes like a, um, kind of like tradition. Like, why do you celebrate Christmas? You know, right. like, why I, do you celebrate Easter? It becomes a tradition and it becomes something that you do with your family. I guess as it pertains to relationships, I would always be, 
I would always be remiss if uh, the the potential of a religion driving the wedge between a relationship because it's like we should never let something like that drive the, a wedge between two people that might end up liking each other when it's just a belief that we were probably taught to learn or to, to believe. Yeah, uh-huh. but it all depends, again, on, on the person because there are people who are born and raised with a certain type of religion and believe in it so much that their entire life surrounds it. You know, so if, if for example, like even something as dumb as, you know, uh, not dumb, but, you know, getting married in a church versus not getting married in church or like getting a, a traditional ceremony or how you're going to raise your kids. Because some people are like, my kids are getting raised Christian and you're not telling me mm-hmm. otherwise. And I guess you can see it on The Bachelorette, even where Luke P is the guy that says he's not going to uh, have sex until marriage, even though mm-hmm. obviously he's already had sex. But I, I guess that would be like that. Wait, the- how do you know he's already had sex? He said that? Yeah, he said he was banging girls left and right in college, and then God talked to him in the shower. Oh, that's right. That's right. God what? talked to him in the shower. Have you been watching Hannah season? Uh, on and off, but God spoke to him in the shower. God oh, came yeah. down and grabbed his member while he was in the shower and said, stop using this <laughs> Listen, liberally, bro. young man. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, not good. Not, not, that's it's that's not something good where it's like, if I really liked a girl and she said she was saving herself for marriage, that would be something, it's like, a, it's a challenging obstacle to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's like a practice where it's like, I'm going to go to church every Sunday and this is what I mm-hmm. believe and this is how I pray, then that's always something that you're like, okay, that's cool. That's part of you. I, like, I'm not going to argue that. I'm just, I want to get to know more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the, the tricky thing I can only imagine is once you have children, what do you guys, what do you do then do with the children? Whose, mm-hmm. um, ideas are they going to adopt? But I guess obviously that's just such a far-fetched idea for me, so maybe that's why I haven't even. Oh, uh, here we go. Oh, there we go. That's fair. Well, that's a hell of a way to wrap up this podcast, if I don't say so myself. Um, well, a big thank you to Sunshine Shen. Uh, Dean is already on a uh, nickname basis with her, Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> Sunny. Um, she has a new book coming out, which is very exciting. So we'll all be looking for that in the near future. Thank you to all of the Bachelor in Paradise cast members for providing yes. us with the summer filled of drama, romance, laughter. Can't wait to watch them. that. We can all watch from afar, eat some popcorn and enjoy. Uh, so yeah, big thank you to Vanessa for Skyping in because you're the best and you dominate life. Dean, you're good too. Thanks. Thank you for joining <laughs> as always. Uh, and I'm Jared Haben. And join us next week for a new episode of Help I Suck at Dating, where hopefully we suck a little less. Nice. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.